Well, hello, hello, hello. We are back with another G30 podcast in El Trafico week. Always seems to work out that way. Yeah. Um, I am Count here with Mike, and we're yeah, happy to up. we're happy to be here today. It's been a little bit on and off um, because of my kid, and Mike's been traveling in the summer, and Timmy is not feeling well. Shout out to Timmy. He had a, a little bit of a medical thing, but he's all right. Yeah, struggling um, for consistency. Struggling for consistency, but I would like to shout out everyone who's been, um, you know, engaging with us on Twitter and stuff. That's that side of things has been really, really good. So we're hoping that some of you have been talking to us and engaging with our stuff. Um, you know, that'll translate over into a little bit of you know podcast listening or hopping on here or whatever. I know we're usually on earlier in the day. Maybe we'll have to figure out a, a later time. Um, so people can watch. We're competing with people like Josh. So yeah. it's hard. Know, to, it's hard. It's hard to compete with those guys, man. They got it. <laughs> Love you, Josh. Um, how's how's it been, Mike? It's been good, man. You know, I've just been sort of here for the summer, getting things done. Um, work is fine. Just got back from traveling. You know, it's great. First time out on the East Coast. Super cool. And um, now I'm just sort of heading back, trying to find um, my routine again and just see out the rest of the summer, which is crazy. It's July already. Good. Uh, can I ask you a question? And I told yeah. you before we started, I'm going to bust mm. your balls. Yeah. Listen, 4-0 four, yeah, loss. Mikey's, Mikey's first one out the gate. 4-0 win. Where are you at, Mikey? Where are you um, at when, when they win 4-0 or 4-1? I'm not there, bro. I'm not there. I was Hater. so... Dude, I was so checked Hater. out. I was in fucking Maine with my phone with no service know, on and just couldn't be bothered. I know. Oh man. Hey man, look at how good the 442 works for us. Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. that's kind of that's kind of what um I had teed up here for the beginning. Let's recap a little bit. Um, you know, Galaxy since we last talked, we beat the shit out of Austin. I think we mm -hmm. talked about that one. Yeah, we did. We um we had lost lost, lost no, that was before. We lost Sacramento mm -hmm. in the Open mm -hmm. Cup. That started a da deep downward spiral, I think, warranted in, in Galaxy Twitterverse and online. Then we lose to Minnesota. And, you know, we've been talking in the back channel like, wow, this is if we lose that game, it's going to get really bad. And it did. Um, yeah. I am pretty sure 90 percent of people out there, if not 99, are Klein out. All of the fan podcasts are Klein out. Mm hmm. Even Josh, corner of the galaxy. LA is our house, guys. We're talking about this. When Josh is like, mm, the FO is bad, you know, mm -hmm. it's a little you bad. You know, it's bad. Mm -hmm. um, and right now, state of the squad is, you know, kind of a mess, but, you know, they go into the 4th of July until some matches earlier in the day. Montreal was number one in the East, and we played them and smacked them up. Like it was nothing, dude. Ryan scored two goals. Ryan played striker, Mike. Ryan yeah. played striker and scored. And didn't a goal. he come off the bench as well? Uh, no, I think that was the game before he was in. Mm. He was in. We'll talk about Aguirre. Aguirre has kind of been in and out playing for him. Mm -hmm. Um, but it's not great, dude. Obviously, 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 it's Klein out. Obviously, yeah. Dude, there's no other way around it. <laughs> but. When, if and when is it okay to, so where do we place the, I guess, here's a, here we go. Here's an institution question. Mm -hmm. Where and when, when we have, when things are going so poorly and then you have this 4-0 win, where do you place that 
in on the spectrum of like be happy about it but still wary or be pissed or it's not good you know what i mean like where do you put it what do you do coming off of so much negativity with something like a like decisive for no win I mean, it's just one of those things where you do have to very much take it in stride. You have to be very conscious of our previous results and what we've been able to do. I feel like this was the only option for the team. You know, the team had to respond in a way that was decisive. And um, we failed to do that against Minnesota. But Minnesota, for whatever reason, has always had our number. I don't know why that not is. Not true. Not true. Not really? true. Yeah. Not, not even true. when they kicked our ass out of playoffs? Nope. That, no, that was, did. they didn't. That was we beat them in yeah. the playoffs. That was Jonah. That yeah. was the Jonah goal. That was the um, Jonah goal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, they feel so. That's that's my point. They feel it feels like every team has our number right now, right? Mm -hmm. Your default just then was like, um, they have our number, right? Yeah, they have our number. I mean, I don't know. It's it's interesting to see that we weren't able to respond, but I feel like with the downward spiral that we were heading on, yeah, um, there was only one option, and it's just to respond in any capacity. It just so happens to help that the response this time around was another 4-0 victory. But the issue that I have with these big wins yeah. is that going into the following match days or match weeks, we then struggle to produce because we blow our load. And then it's like we yeah. scored four goals and then we won't score another one for the next two That's weeks. fair. So um, I'm concerned. Um, the reaction that I've seen online from people, I do really enjoy seeing the reaction from you guys. As someone that isn't a season ticket member, seeing everyone being like, I'm not going to the games. I'm selling these Dude, tickets. And and 4th of July was not well attended. I've been no, to everyone in the last 10 years. And this one looked like sh I didn't go this year. It looked like shit on TV. But case being, it is it you, is. you yeah. weren't there. And I'm I'm glad that there is sort of the response finally from the people that are invested into the club. Me not yeah. being financially invested into the club like a season ticket member. Um, it's It's interesting to see that finally you guys are sort of coming around and being like, hey. They're not going to hear us out. If it was up to me, I would have wanted this reaction last year. Sure. Earlier, and I think, you know? yeah, I think, I think it's a year late for sure. Mm -hmm. It's, it's a little too late given that, um, this is a contract year for, for AEG, right? For Klein. Klein. And yeah. For at least Klein, Klein but Beckerman, mm -hmm. who knows? That's, I mean, that's the thing. They've set it up so opaquely that like no one, fucking there's knows. no transparency. So, yeah. um, back trailing back to the four zero win, not to get off tangent. Um, I think we take it in stride. I don't want to make much of it. But one thing that I do want to touch upon, though, and I'm not sure if we were going to talk about this later, but I want to bring it to you now, and then we'll see if we can fit it in somewhere in the show. But it's the issue with us being in a playoff spot and still us as fans being aware that we are just holding on and waiting to fall out of that. Right. And, you know, yeah. So people had an eye on that all day. There was a lot of awareness leading up to the Montreal game all weekend, you know, the results were such where we were three or four points out of playoffs. If things went one way and then three or four like in, and you know, we got the three. So it boosted us. But right now I'm looking at the standings. LAFC is on 36 points. Austin's on 34 salt lakes on 29. We're in fourth place. The goal differential helps now some, uh, and this, this isn't even different on differential. This is, on like record we're tied on 27 points with dallas and nashville and then seattle's in seventh place with 26 so one point separates fourth and seventh place and then there's like a little bit more wiggle well no it's only two points between eight and seven so yeah point being 
we, Don't we have are a game in hand as well. We have a game in hand. Okay. So that's where, you know, the El Trafico discussion will mm, that will matter, you know. So we have the game in hand. Um, we'll circle we'll circle back to that. But um, you know, the controversy in large part was due to the fact that Kevin Cabral got absolutely wrecked on a bullshit red card. I don't know mm-hmm. if you saw it. It was so stupid, so stupid. Josh made it seem like the league had instituted a rule where like any contact with the keeper like that is mm-hmm. violent conduct or whatever, but maybe had failed to like let people know that they were raising the seriousness of that foul, like a level, right? Kevin grazed, like they asked Bond. It was so light. It was so light. Yeah. He jumped over him almost. Yeah. I, I personally didn't see any contact. The only thing I saw was maybe his boot. Maybe it was hair. Yeah, it was hair. Yeah. So but. he gets fouled. And then at the end of the game, um, and I had some interesting Twitter conversation about this, and I'm going to say it again here. Um, Douglas Costa, after the whistle, or like literally right before the whistle, throws an elbow to the back of one of the Minnesota players, gets himself suspended for two games that came out earlier today. He's been fined. Um, Kevin Cabral's been fined. Um, But the Douglas Costa suspension is two games. Mm-hmm. And Kevin uh, set out his one. Kevin set out his one, but people are saying, "Oh, great! You know, great that they don't ever come back because the way we played without them it's, was so much more efficient." What do you have to say about that? I mean, these are our investments. These are our investments, and they're telling of how Greg has gone about scouting and finding potential prospects and people that want to come play for us. I'm willing I, to come I, out I, and admit that I was wrong about the Costa thing. Yeah, that's it. You know. But these are our guys. You know what? Maybe it's good to, you know, ride pine a little bit. Yeah. You know, you want to provide healthy competition to a team that is so apparently mediocre that maybe if these guys feel like they have a hot seat, maybe it'll get them to perform better. Because trust me, I don't. These were my two guys. I was so stoked (laughs) on Cabral, but like, yeah, he can't fucking do it. I I wish I knew what happened with him. They have him boxing now. Have you seen? They have him boxing, like because they don't know what else to do with him. I I just don't know. It's the way he's playing and the way I've seen him play is very reminiscent of the um the I want to say it was the fifteen sixteen season for Chelsea where Hazard maybe scored three goals all year and just had such an off color year performance. And Kevin's been going on for maybe a year and a half, two years now doing this for the club. I'll give you the stat. This season, he has about 1,300 minutes, zero goals, zero assists in league yeah. play. Man, I hope he can find it soon. I, you know, yeah. I, I don't want to so, give these guys pity either because, you know, these guys are supposed to be doing their job, and I don't want to be like, uh, maybe he'll get it around. Right now, right. it's you need so, to dig yourself out. So I, I peg Cabral on Vanny. Yeah. I peg Costa on Chris Klein. That has Chris Klein written all over it. Here, deal with this guy. Just like they did to Siggy, just like they did to GBA. You know, here's Chicharito. Here's this, right? Because that's the part. It's what we do. Of, this, this is what we do. But it's ironic because we had, and we'll get into it, We, you know, guys like Bale, guys like Lingard are on the market, right? And, like, guys like that, Pozuelo, went to Miami for, like, yeah, peanuts. Good, fuck, right? good and fucking like we, deal. We're not in pole position to do that because we're very like reactive to and sensitive to signing like big name players or whatever. But that's that's no secret. So that brings me to Gaston Brugman. 
um, the state of the squad is such and the state of the fandom is such where like people are actively shitting on this guy before he has played a game. And I'm, listen, we can talk shit about the state of the squad, right? Like you can't really talk shit about a player until they play a game. Right, at least in my opinion. Oh, what I was gonna say is Costa. That's turning into a geo situation. We yeah. can come back to that if you want to later. Yeah. But yeah, he that was a foul. Didn't want to play the game. Whatever. Um. So Bregman. Um. People are saying he's another Division Two. He was playing Division Two, I think Spain. Um. On loan yeah. from Parma. Yeah. But Greg said today that they had been tracking this dude since his Parma days, and for whatever reason. You know, he they they weren't able to bring him in last year. They got him this year. Um, he's a uh, center defensive midfielder. People are like, but a cam, right? We've talked about but a cam a lot. Mm-hmm. Brugman looks like he has um, some free kick ability. He looks like that classic six kind of destroyer player, contributing a couple goals. I think he's played something like. 300 games started 200 of them like 20 something goals 20 something assists he's like right up the middle center defensive midfielder 29 years old on a good contract it seems like two or three in an option like he's not ancient Mm -mm. um but if we're talking state of the squad and looking into formation you brought it up you said the 4-4-2 looked really good and the 4-4-2 we played last week or last game was Bond, Edwards, Williams, Koulibaly. Thank God he's finally turned on. Arajo, Alvarez on the wing, Delgado, Ravellison, Grancer across, and Deon and Chicharito up top, and it worked, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it worked great. There, there have been times where Deon and Chicharito have not worked well together, but I think they've kind of worked that out. With Brugman coming in, you, you that shifts to somewhat of a so either two things are going to happen we're going to play four two three one or whatever and he's one of the cdms and ravellison plays an attacking role or they switch off um greg or somebody was talking about inverted so um the sweeper style cdm in front of the back line with the two cms up top it's like that weird upside down triangle oh um, yeah, yeah, yeah yeah it's the four it's one the... two three or whatever or four one probably some variation of a four three three yeah or four three three right it's like the weird like it depends how far someone's about whatever oh the four three three two yeah four, yeah four like the, eventually some kind of four three three in yeah. when you start playing right mm-hmm. um so based on i mean uh mark has the most line breaking passes in the league ryan you saw what he could do, and he's kind of hinted all along. He's like more of an offensive player, even mm-hmm. though we've been playing him defensively. I know. I remember last year when he was scoring goals, everyone's like, "Oh, where did this come from?" And it's like he just consistently kept on putting in good performances so, and finding way on the score sheet. Where are you on this Brugman thing? <sighs> My concern with Brugman is that it feels like another Cabral situation. Cabral played in League Two. This guy is coming from Real Oviedo in in Spain. Nice. Yeah, nice. Um, Parma, I'm. I, I don't even know if Parma is a. No, Parma is Serie B. I don't know. It just, it reeks like Cabral. He's 29. Um, he's Uruguayan for whatever you know that's worth. Um, he hasn't registered any international time to my knowledge, and that sort of concerns me too. He 
he I don't think he's ever debuted for for Uruguay and for a country that isn't necessarily too competitive at that position that makes me question hey what what's the underlying issue here that's an interesting take that's why we miss you around here right yeah man I'm <laughs> glad to be back and <laughs> shed some skepticism over our future um he, we see here he at his at his highest point his market value was 3.8 or 3 3 million i think it was 3.8 million and that was in 2019 he's had a really scattered career all across italy he's played for empoli pescara grosseto palmero uh pescara again parma i mean i just bounce around he seems like a journeyman but not at the top flight so my concern being has he faced enough physicality and this is where i will agree and i will sort of give him leeway Play in Italy is very physical. Yeah. If you're a defender, at least, you know, we saw Pirlo come over and get absolutely like thrown around. Gerard. Yeah. Yeah. We saw, you know, I'm making the comparison here because he has dual citizenship in Uruguay and Italy, but um, hopefully he can provide us some depth in a place where I feel like we don't really need it, which I'm confused as to why we're getting another DM. We just need to decide what we're doing. What we want to do. It seems like we just have a lot of these guys in surplus. And yeah. my 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 ideal signing is go out and get a 10. Costa is proving to not be what we thought he was going to be, which sucks. I'll take what that you that. thought he was what going I thought. to be. I'll take that. I'll take that. <laughs> um, but, you know, the, it feels like a Cabral situation. And I don't necessarily mm. think it could turn out worse than a Cabral situation. Because Cabral, no, Cabral can still turn it around. This guy's 29. Yeah, he's he's on a he's on a TAM, you know. And we, did we get we had general pay, allocation money to we Charlotte? had to pay for the international spot because we have these dumb like these bad players taking up international positions, right? Mm-hmm. Um okay, so let's talk about that. We're gonna move into I guess let's talk rumors and then we'll we'll talk about if you're with us, we'll talk about El Trafico. Mm-hmm. Um kind of That's preview the game after up. this. Yeah, we'll wrap it up. Um so the latest and greatest today. Well, the there was a Latin sports writer who hinted the Wales versus Wales flag, El Trafico mm-hmm. a couple weeks ago, um, hinting to Aaron Ramsey, um, who again is like a surplus midfielder, doesn't really it just doesn't do make sense. He never played Cam for Arsenal. <laughs> why the 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 frustrating part here is why are we buying these players that aren't Cams or have played Cam right. and trying to put them in an advanced role and have them learn it right. in in a developing league? It just it yeah. does not make any fucking sense. If you want a ten, buy a ten. <laughs> okay. Right. If you want a 10, buy a 10. We'll come back to we'll come back to that because like that smells to me of and it's quite fairly obvious, you know, the bail thing would be Ramsey thing. They're just trying to stay sharp until the World Cup and they'll both retire or whatever. Maybe Bale retires, maybe Ramsey has another year or two. Um now there's been a lot of talk today, and I know contain contain your reaction about Jesse Lingard. Now, Jesse Lingard is a hugely controversial player, I think, um, in, you know, in England in general. I think he was caught up in that stuff with Rashi. That was really unfortunate as well. Um, You know, some of the racism stuff that goes on over there. 
Um, he's a guy who has a lot of swag and a lot of flash, but again, has bounced around teams. And, um, you know, what has he really done to cement himself? How old is Jesse Lingard? Someone joked today. I think it was Bezzy. What's yeah. up, Bezzy? Bezzy said, is he still 19? Because no, he's like ladies, that player. He's like, he's like forever young, but he's not anymore. Ladies and gentlemen, um, our valued and cherished free agent, Jesse Lingard, who has left Manchester United and is now seeking a job. I don't blame As him. of July 1st, 2022, the pride of Warrington, England. He is now 29 years old. Yeah. Jesse Lingard. Where, where did they go? 29 years ago. <laughs> 29 which is Holy fine which shit, is fine which is fine for jesse lingard because he's jesse lingard but that's also yeah. bad because he's jesse lingard it's like which jesse lingard are you going to get are we gonna get west ham jesse lingard where he fucking right. lit it up or are we gonna get right. um january 29th 2021 um man united just kicked me out of a job and now i'm playing for west ham type jesse lingard Right. So it's one of those where if you, if you, he can't, and I saw a great tweet today from an LAFC fan of all people, but I'll give the time. <laughs> the tweet was if he comes to win, that's great. If he comes for money, you're going to get shitty Jesse Lingard. Um, and I think that's fair. Um, if he were to show up and be amazing in the best way, case scenario you know these counterattacks that the galaxy are loving to mount all of a sudden where so i can see i after the last game i could see what greg wants to do he wants either the fullback or one of the center backs to pass out to whoever the cdm is to hit ryan or mark or one of the wings on a break and hopefully mark gets that line breaking pass for chicha and you score you know like we're we're kind of setting up to be a counterattacking team again uh, like all the best Galaxy teams have been counterattacking teams. Um, and I think this possession thing Greg is doing is really more about counterattacking than anything else because it's like pass the ball around the back and what do you do? You try and like counter. Mm -hmm. um, so that's what he wants to do. If you have someone bombing like, like a good Jesse Lingard, that's kind of tasty. But like if you, it's not that Jesse Lingard, then you have an issue. I'm concerned for that. I'm concerned because I feel like the reputation we have garnered over the past few years and people with the stature of, let's say, a Jesse Lingard come here and they look at how lackluster people can play. Timmy, says, Ling Timmy says Lingard the GOAT. Oh, man, dude. Timmy has the Manchester United Lingard bias. The one thing that I do appreciate about Lingard is that he has provided his duality out on the wings at times. Yeah. Is that a position where I think we could use some reinforcement? Yeah. But I don't think we'd play the... We'd deploy Lingard in our system as the winger he would want to play freely. Nor do I think we'd deploy him out there at all. But hey, we put Coast out in the wing. Or we put Coast in the middle when he plays out in the wing. You know, I wouldn't put anything past our management. Right. We like they point. love they love utility guy, utility guys or whatever. So yeah, dude. I don't know. I th for for us to truly he's a make, ten though. He is a ten. He is a true ten. He had a great spell at West Ham there where he lit it up and he was oh that great. sweet fucking play where he chipped the ball off the mm -hmm. like off the the end line around the guy. It was amazing, dude. He's fucking great. I mean. We can look at his career stats in all of them, in all Premier League competitions. He's played 165 games. He's lodged 29 okay. goals and put up 17 assists, which is interesting. Wait, I might have gotten that wrong. 
No, I'm pretty sure that's assists. Yeah, he averages uh, a goal every 172 minutes. I mean, it's it's a guy that I'm very interested in seeing if he can come here and do it because it would very much it it looks on paper like a Beckham transfer. I don't know how old Beckham was when he came here, and I know that's he a big was comparison. He's a little older. He's like 30 some, like 32 maybe. Not that I'm gonna say Lingard is not even a percent player of a player Beckham was even at that age. It just seems like an interesting one. I don't mind Lingard, but I kill for his signature here. No. Does it put us in a good position to maybe have something pay off for us like that? Where, you know, we haven't had a good, you know, I'm going to exclude Bond from this, but like, I feel like there hasn't been a good English signing in the MLS in a really long time. And the fact that he's only 29 gives me sort of hope that, you know, he'll come here and sort of be able to be a head above the competition here. But for that to happen, we also need to get our shit straight. He could have a wonderful second part of his career if he came here and bought in it would revitalize it 100%. um yeah kind of stick his uh tick up his stock right yeah so of course. timmy timmy says he plays down the down the middle sadly yeah he's in he'd be a middle guy uh-huh. he said when he's on he will be spectacular to have disclaimer timmy's a man you fan mm-hmm. yeah timmy timmy, <laughs> timmy knows all about this guy up and down the book <laughs> yeah so and timmy anything you know about him you think we we haven't talked about um drop it in the old uh, chat Okay, so I'm going to use this opportunity to shift our sights towards El Trafico. Let's get it out of the way. Gareth Bale will not play because I don't even think he's here. No. Michael, I'm going to let you be upset for a minute, and then I'm going to tell you why we should all keep a cool head about this. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. <laughs> um, wow. Wow. As a as a younger twelve year old, eleven year old, you know I. <laughs> that's quite a while. That's like a decade ago for you. Yeah, it's a decade. About to be twenty one next month. That's crazy. Uh, um, as a younger, you know, preteen, early teenager, you know, novice to the game, world, novice to the game, didn't know much about the sport, man. Boy, was I fucking reeled into what that man had going at Tottenham, and then had signed to um. Signed to Madrid at the back end of 2013. I think he was there for that 13-14 campaign. I think. And um, he was one of my favorite players at the time. He's someone He's someone whose career I followed very closely and with a very fresh set of eyes. And even in the midst of all the controversy of him not wanting to play, no one is confused about his ability. He is someone I've always wanted to come play for us. And you can even go back to our episodes last season. And I've talked to Count about this too in previous in, in previous conversations off the air. He is someone I've always wanted to come play for us. And when I woke up to him wearing the other shirt, my world collapsed for like maybe a minute or two. And I was <laughs> like, wow, I'm really going to have to unfollow this motherfucker because I'm going to be seeing his shit on my timeline. And um, it's it's a really sad time. I mean, the people across town, unfortunately, have been doing... I'm going to come out and say it. I it's think they've been doing signing. great business. They've been doing great business. They've Chiellini, needed a marquee signing. They've needed Chiellini a marquee and signing. Bale on TAM. That's fantastic. Yeah, it's it's great business from them. And their ability to get two of these guys back-to-back on the cusp of a, a World Cup year where you know people, guys are going to need to get their way into, into their teams, it's a great opportunity to get minutes. 
how dedicated I think Bale will be to those minutes, I don't know. We've seen him struggle with being a committed player. It seems at times he's more of a golf player than he is a soccer player. But mm-hmm. if he wants to come turn up and play here, I am very afraid. Because <laughs> he has bags and bags of natural talent and speed, even in his older age and you know his injury-riddled career. He will fucking tear any team or any backline apart if he wants to come play. If not, then it'll be like a Madrid situation where, you know, he's falling asleep on the bench with his bib over his face. Yeah. Okay, so let's talk about that. So here's what I think. First and foremost, it's a brilliant piece of business. Let's start at the top. That announcement video they trotted out, you know, and the little behind-the-scenes thing they did a couple days ago, yeah, I'm a hater, whatever I'm hating. So yeah. um, their little fucking video, he turns the shirt around and he says, there's no name on my no shirt. Name on, no, yeah. What fucking announcement? What fucking announcement in world football you give the guy the shirt without his fucking name on it? Or a number. That's one. That's strike one. What that tells me is that it, just like everything about that fucking team it's a shell. It looks pretty. The announcement looks pretty, but there's mm-hmm. no fucking substance. There's no attention to detail. They didn't no. put his fucking name on the shirt. Number two, he's standing on a fucking golf course. Your, cl- your club's biggest signing. Your club's biggest signing to date. You didn't put his name on the shirt. He's standing on a fucking golf course. Where you know he has this thing where it's like Geo and Vela and all these fuck Costa, all these fucking guys, motivation problems. His personality, you will have no idea what to do with. You can't seem to handle Vela when he has a stick up his ass. And what are you going to do with Bale? Go ahead. Oh, Mike froze. Lord forbid they can't deal. We good? Yeah, you're good. Okay, cool. Lord forbid someone with five UCLs or five or four, if you can't deal with Vela not winning an MLS Cup on a contract year, this motherfucker has doubled or has five times over done what their club has accomplished in maybe a few years in his career. The second right. he doesn't get what he wants. Right. And hey man, the Beverly Hills golf course is really pretty. Fucking nice. We got a lot of nice golf courses. Yep. And people brought up a lot of good points. CSAN being number one. He's like, calm down. No one wanted bail when we were talking about this last year for these reasons. We wanted him, but understand understood that it would be a risky signing. Right. Timmy says. Uh, oh, he wants to see uh, Lingard do a celebration, a celebration with Dan. Mm-hmm. Um, Hazard better. Hazard is better. Los there Angeles it is. Fraud club. Um, okay, so that that's that problem. So when I when it, you kind of take all of the and you know me, I've gotten up on my pulpit a million times and I've said this league is really physical. When you're really good in this league, and other teams cannot match your skill level they will chop you and hack you and defenders will hurt you and really i don't know if i want bail to be in my camp 
for that. When he goes on a breakaway, they're going to fuck him up. They are going to fuck him up. So that's like, that's who's going to catch him. Right, right. That's who's going to catch him. Gonna, right. So it's like it's what you get you know. is what you get is what you get. Who knows? Um. So that's that's Bale. And that's that's why I'm like less concerned about Bale. He's also not here. Mm-hmm. Um, who is here? Chiellini. Same thing. Mm-hmm. Chiellini. Go on transfer market and look at Chiellini's record. It's injury after injury after injury after injury, and it's clear that he's here to teach their fucking busted ass defense how to defend, what to do. It's right? like Thiago co- Silva. Yeah, he's coaching already. I'm not going to take away the fact that he's a world class player, but when people were crying about Chiellini coming too, the fool got burned by Di Maria. Playing oh, no, baby. And yeah. you know he's the Maria is great, but let's not pretend he's the lightning bolt that he was. Nope. And he's probably faster than also most guys just in MLS. Deal with Juventus, by the way. Right. So I love Di Maria. Di Maria is a very different player than someone like Rui Diaz. Mm-hmm. Imagine Rui Diaz burning the shit out of Chiellini, and what's Chiellini going to do? Pull the jersey, which he does. Mm-hmm. And what do MLS MLS refs do? They love to get red, give red yep. cards. So I'm stumbling over myself, but. I'm not as convinced the more I think about it outside of the sticker brand thing. Just like the number on the jersey, man. The video looks great, but the details are not there. The signings look great, but the details are not there. Yeah, they don't know how to do with these guys. Yeah, Brugman's not going to be here. Bale's not going to be here. It's going to be a typical El Clasico. Yeah, everyone's, you know, fucking... Bale's gonna have his Laton moment. They are not the same fucking player at all. Could he have his Laton moment? Sure. Is he likely to? No. He's not even gonna be here. Um, Timmy says, "I also love how they bagged on us for signing age stars, and they went and signed two. Uh, that's also a thing. Hey, man, it's a okay. great opportunity. It's a great fucking it's, opportunity. It's great for the brand. It's great for the. Mm-hmm. See, I think it's a brand thing. You know, like everything. I, I do too. Fucking brand thing. Do I like think us we're too? Up- I think all the old people we sign, it's brand shit. I'm, I'm sure. And do I think we're up shit creek? For sure. We're, I'm not sitting here saying it's going to be an easy game or anything, but if you are panicking because you think Bale and Chiellini are going to come like, fuck this traffic go up, then I, I don't know. I think it's going to be more like a regular El Trafico than not. Um, but that is just me. Mike, I want to pick your thoughts on what Steve Chirundolo, their coach, said. We're previewing the game now and what Vela said. Today, Vela said you'll have to cut my leg off before we lose again. I want to beat everything and anyone. Chicharito's lot of time. I don't give a fuck anything with a galaxy crest on it. I want to beat. Chirundolo said, um, hold on. Let me find my thing. Basically, Chirundolo said, um, I don't feel any like distress or like uh, de- I don't feel desperate. I just want to treat the fans to a win. It's just like any other game Too to which I said on Twitter mindset. today, this is why you will lose. So like these pieces falling into place, I must much less anxious about the cell traffic than I was, but um, where are you on it, Mike? So. Um, I think that though the, the, the duality of those two statements is the lack of a consistent mindset of people in the club. If you're a manager who's the spearhead of the organization until, you know, time doesn't part, 
um he's the guy that should be setting the tone for all the games and you know that's the reason why we shit on vanny thinking we're fucking stupid being like costa's a new signing i'm like no the fuck he's not no one is that stupid but when you have your star dp and your manager being like i just want to treat him to a win and you have vela saying he's coming for our throats vela hasn't proved to me anything anything cut off his me, leg dude dude to me said looks like he's yeah. to me said look like you're gonna get his leg cut off yeah, dude, I, I don't understand why. I mean, I, I know why he's coming out and saying that, but it's the duality of, like, dude, some days it took for you to cut your leg off to get off the bench and want to play instead of a pre, being a prima donna little bitch because that's what you do. That's what he does. He plays like a fucking diva. i not the player I want in my club. I'm sure if we had a real honest conversation with another Leva fan, which not too many sensible ones. If you are, that would be sick to have one on the show when we maybe cover another El Trafico. I think that could be a cool idea. Maybe get someone from the other side on and talk about it. But I don't yeah. even think they want to claim him at this point. Dude, they dropped him so quick and we're like, oh, Vela, the new shiny toy, or Bale, the new shiny toy. Yeah, you know, and people have been saying, like, let's not give him the DP. Off, they were having the same issues that, like, we have from time to time because we've been also, a club they let go of Rossi the other day. They've been like all Rossi. Really? That was like a year yeah. ago. I don't know. I think I got a transfer notification from FootMob, but I oh know no, they're... Rossi Rossi was like bought permanently by um, by uh, whoever he was loaned to. Yeah, Feyenoord yeah, yeah. or like whatever. Like, yeah, I was just like, I got a notification from that the other day, and I was like, I swear. You know, <laughs> yeah, he was, he was on the move, ago. but but he's gone. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, Timmy says he's a lot calmer. Carlos Vela won't be able to take the heat. Yeah, I mean, he comes out in like, how many times has he come out in the 20th minute when we've played them? It's ridiculous. Um, Okay. So we have Trundolo's comments. No big deal. Vela saying it's a very big deal. Mike, you brought up the point along with all of these new guys. You're going to have chemistry issues. What is it like? What is like if you're blessing, dude? Like, what do you do if you're like, fuck you, blessing? Like, these guys. I hate that motherfucker. I hate him. Like these guys that have done the dirty work for their club, right? Now they're gonna like they don't know what to do with these big players. That's why it's it's really interesting. To me. No, dude, they're all gonna shit their pants. They're gonna be like, so who? Here's the thing. And then we'll we'll all come back to more Lingard stuff because I think there's more to talk about there. But um, what do you do if you're Greg? You get Cabral back for this game. Do you run the four four two again? Yeah, but not play Cabral. Not play Cabral. Play no. exactly what we played before. So but the only thing that was different in this lineup was last time was four four two, Efrain on the right, but that's not new, um, and Dayan and Chicharito up top. You'd run that again. Yeah, Cabral. There's the no, there's no reason to switch it. We won four zero. Okay. Okay. What do you think the Galaxy do in this game? Mm, I think we put up a mean ass draw. I think we put up like maybe a one one or a two two. A one one or a two two. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I took a poll the other day. Uh, it was yesterday. Um, kind of asking people the temperature of what they thought. There were 31 votes in our um, poll. So I said, following the impact game, how are we feeling about LAFC? Odds have us as the underdog. Yeah, we are a plus 280 for this game. So like pretty decent underdog. I um, think that is to play a factor of the bail signing. I think that is you also think, a reason yeah, why those odds so. might be a little skewed. 
I kind of want to take a bet on the Galaxy, honestly, and see if I can come up a little bit. Dude, um, I'm getting there, man. I only got a few more yeah. months until I can start yeah. betting. Or I have one more yeah. month until I can start betting. Yep. Three points in the bag, fat L, or we'll take the draw. 50, out of 31 people, 51% said we'll take the draw. I think that's the reasonable choice. Mm -hmm. uh, just, just shy of 10% said we take the fat L, and 38% say three points in the bag. So it's basically 50-50. Yeah. Uh, draw or tie i don't for all of the reasons we just discussed i do not think that we have anything out of what is normal to worry about in any el trafico matchup um i think the galaxy do what they do and i think we're at the advantage because if they're going to work in Chiellini, if bale lands and they're going to work him in they're going to get the message from up top that says these fuckers better play. They're going to be fishing for a Zlatan moment. And I think that is going to get you into trouble. Um, so I think we're on the front foot having coming off of a win. They're coming off of a loss in Vancouver. Um, I think because we have their number this year that we kind of just do the same thing again, maybe 442. Mm-hmm. Um, try Brugman out if he's here and what is can play. Who knows? Same thing. He might not be here ready to go. Yeah. Uh, put him in at second half or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, and do your thing. I think Greg Vanny out coaches Chirondolo head to head every day of the week. Every day of the week at mm -hmm. this point. Um, uh, but I don't know. So score prediction. Lock. Uh, I'm gonna go a one one for the Galaxy. Okay. Um, goal score. Fuck it. Put effort down for one. Nice. Like a nasty yeah. left foot. Mm -hmm. Okay. I'm going to go. I want to say 2 0. But I'm going to say 2 1 Galaxy. Mm -hmm. You did the draw. I'll do the tie. 2 1 Galaxy. I'm going to give it to. Dude, I want to say, like, obviously, Dayon. He's the Chiva killer. Mm -hmm. Shout out to Woland. Woland was like, yeah. when are we going to start calling that dude the Chupacabra? For sure. Yeah. Give one to Chupacabra. And I'm going to give the other two. The smart choice is Chicharito, but I'm going to say somebody like Ryan, somebody who's just like feeling Sweet. themselves right now. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, and then like Vela will get a penalty or some shit. Mm -hmm. um, okay. Timmy says, find a way to offload Cabral. At, at this point, I think I'd rather offload Costa. Yeah. I don't know that word. I'm like ready to part with Cabral, that. Yeah. I'm ready to part um, with Costa. You know, AG owns Hammerby, so everyone's like, just fucking loan him to Hammerby. Yeah, uh, give him the Shelvick deal. Yeah. Um, Timmy's a lot calmer as well. Yeah, but I think that's good. So, um, Lingard again. Just I remembered real quick, um, and this kind of came out in the last few minutes. Um, Taylor Twelman had. Oh, shout out to Tony, man. Tony Toscano has been um really engaged with us on twitter and mm -hmm. you know getting into it with people and kind of having some real honest conversations around um the galaxy these days um and he, he kind of had that video where he's asking greg about the transfer market stuff at the season ticket member like the premium event or whatever and he got greg to say like oh we're looking for a camera or whatever mm -hmm. um he's you know forcing a lot of really good conversation on twitter and he just retweeted us so shout out to tony man yeah shout out tony um so Greg said we're not done. They, he said they have a couple of people that will be the number two signing if we can get it over the line for the window. Um, 
Taylor Twelman said, so people are saying LAFC, they have the open DP spot, right? That's what's brilliant about their moves. They, they have all mm-hmm. these guys and they have the DP spot open. Um, but Taylor Twelman said that they're not going to enter a bidding war for Jesse Lingard. So it seems like they're passing. Um, they're also looking to move Chicho Arango, which honestly, if you wanted to come across, we'll give him that Edwards deal. He can just cross the street because yeah. that dude is like a, a murderer. Um, and a killer, and he's he'd be great to have. Uh, he's like he's like a hate him on the op- opposition, love him on your team, like that guy. Yeah. But Lingard, uh, it seems like he will only be interested in going to Miami or to Los Angeles. And if LAFC is not entering a bidding war, then either we Zlatan deal him Tam this year, DP next year. Um, or he goes to Miami on some kind of deal. They might also make sense. Not, that might make they, sense for Miami. They have yeah. Beckham. They, yeah, they don't have a DP spot either. And remember, they've gotten hit with all the financial fair play shit. Mm-hmm. So I don't know, but I think it was worth noting that LAFC apparently has said we will not have a bidding war. And if mm-hmm. the destination is LA or Miami, I think that makes the conversation a, a lot. Yeah, it's a lot more interesting. Um, damn, damn, damn shame we missed out on Pozuelo. Yeah, uh, Timmy's been calling that forever. Timmy calls a 3 2 win. Um, it'll be an interesting night at the Bank of California. Um, and that's about it. We've done the El Trafico 45, we've been in traffic. Mm-hmm. Um, 30 go. minutes took 45. So, there you that's go. You awesome. heard it here first. Damn, dude, you're uh, slick. You're awesome, <laughs> Mikey. You, you have any parting thoughts here? Um, change the banner. Nothing much, man. Just sort of happy to be back and being able to do this with you with all of our schedules being so out the window recently. You know, we appreciate all the people that engage with us on Twitter and you yeah, know, find their you. way back daily because that's where you'll find us more these days than, you know, on video. But I feel like that's what makes us a lot more cherishable. It's, you know, we get to have the interaction with you guys here every so often and then we can just shoot the shit on Discord. So if anyone wants to come and interact with me, you can go ahead and do so. My Twitter is in the bottom left corner right there and it's at um cfc michael and if you want to keep up with us on all of our socials and if you want to find us anywhere we're everywhere at the g30 podcast it is the g30 podcast and that's it for me any parting words for you now sir yeah yeah i want to shout out timmy's not here but uh get better timmy timmy is spicy taco 18 118 Mm -hmm. timmy i'm sorry yeah spicy taco 118 spicy taco 118 there we go um he's got some good takes and he's usually around uh and i am count shock 76 i've I've ranted all i need to to rant um we will see you guys on the other side of el trafico yeah peace all righty guys catch you later later